Hi. Hello. How are you? Not good. Why aren't you good? Because the Packers the- are fucking stupid. Oh, there goes our one F bomb for the episode. That's um, okay. <laughs> well, you know, okay. So apparently, I heard like they offered Devontae Adams the same contract, more money. <laughs> they they offered him more money than the Raiders. Yeah, and he was just like sayonara. Basically, that's more of a jab at Rogers than I mean. Like then he the, Rogers can't be mad at the Packers then, can he? We we got uh, him for three years. It's more of a jab at the organization because they franchise tagged him. Apparently, that's a big no no in the NFL. People don't like getting franchise tagged because they want to make more money. No, I don't know. Okay. I don't really. I realize more and more how I just don't care about football. I think the NFL offseason is way more interesting than during the season, just because I like seeing where people are going. Oh, dude, I don't watch any of the Packers games ever. I before the Packers played in the playoffs this year, I think I only watched two full games because <laughs> I was like, they're going to go to the playoffs and I expect them to make it to the Super Bowl. They did not. <laughs> no, they did not. They they did not. I watch uh, one of my roommates has NFL Red Zone, so he had that on. I had never seen NFL Red Zone before, and if I was on like an overdose of football, I was like, it was it was crazy. Like it was just a nonstop sugar rush of just like football touchdown, 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 touchdown. And it's just like, jeez, Louise. I love people who base their personalities off of football. I love football, yeah. but like. Damn, some people love football. Yeah, some people really love football. The whole thing confuses me. Um, I I don't know. I like it. Um, it's all a machine. It's, it's all a machine, partner. Do yourself a favor. Live free. Don't join. Die young. What's that from? Come on, you know that quote. I know what that's from. I'm saying, I'm. Where is Live Free Die Young from, though? I don't know. Do you know? No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I thought you would know. No, I don't know. I thought you had. I thought you were. I thought that was a Die Hard reference or something. I never seen Die Hard, but I haven't either. Live Free Die Young. Let's see. Live Free Die Young. Um, it's a song by Rick Ross. <laughs> oh no, it's live or live fast, die young. But whatever. Yeah, sure, we'll go with that. We'll go with Rick. <laughs> God, I love Rick Ross. Did you? There's a video. I, we're not talking anything related to what this um episode's title, but I don't really care. It's our podcast. Um, there's a video on YouTube of uh, Rick Ross, and I think it's Two Chains, and um, they they get interviewed. I don't know by who, but like they're like watching these guys play polo and it's one of the funniest things i've ever seen in my life rick ross is like always drinking champagne like no matter like what is happening he's just drinking champagne i remember our friend from high school cole he had said he's like you remind me of rick ross cal and i was like (laughs) i don't know how (laughs) sure <laughs> I think of that I, a lot. <laughs> I reminded him of Rick Ross. Yeah, Cole said that one day. He's like, "You remind me of Rick Ross, Cal." I was like, 
What the hell? How do I remind anybody of Rick Ross? I, I have no idea. I thought it was hilarious, though. You're king of Miami, baby. <laughs> Five. Oh. oh, my God. Yeah, it was spring break. You just had your spring break. I finished mine. Yeah. I was back to school. Yeah, I was out in... Uh... I was out in Tatooine. I was out in the sands of Tatooine. Not really. Oh, we should but... talk about that. Talk about what? We were texting about it. Yeah, dude. I saw. I was out in um, Palm Springs, and uh, tell you what, when we land, that plane landed. I was like, oh man, I'm in the Junlin wastes right now. Not like the the city itself. It's a very pretty city, but I was looking at the mountains around it. I'm like, oh man, this is this is really cool. You're like, oh man, this is not to be traveled lightly. No, it was not to be traveled lightly. Um, yeah, we it was. I I was out there with my girlfriend, and we had a great time. It was very hot. Um, I'm for you. Nobody for those who don't know Will or I personally have never seen our faces. Um, I am about as white as they come, like complexion wise. I started having sunburn within 15 minutes of being in the sun in the middle of the day. <laughs> Do not put sunscreen on. No, I did. But I was still like I had jumped in the pool because it was so hot. And then I got out and then I started to burn. So I just sat in the shade and I read the the fallen star. Um, that was a good time. But it was really it was nice. Um, yeah. But one day we were out in Joshua Tree. Um, I know that. I know. I know. I know before the keyboard warriors who don't exist on our page because we're too small, but that exist in the world and say it was actually filmed in Death Valley. No, actually, sorry, I'll let you finish. I got to talk okay. about the keyboard warriors. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but we were out in Joshua Tree for a morning. We were out there for half a day. Very pretty. Very cool. Went on a hike. Hiked up Ryan Mountain. It's not really a mountain, if I'm being honest with you. It's not that tall. It's like a, just a Ryan's hill. big hill. It's Yeah, it's, <laughs> I, I wouldn't call it Ryan Mountain. I'd call it Ryan's big hill. I don't know who Ryan is. Maybe he's a cool guy. Um, no disrespect to Ryan. Just, I don't think it's a mountain. I think it's just a really big hill. Um, oh, hate Ryan. <laughs> what if he was like some, what if he like died of cancer or something? And you're just out here saying you hate Ryan. I didn't say which Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not that one. <laughs> anyway, so what are you talking about the keyboard warriors? Yeah. Um, a year ago today, these cops and lawyers. Um, sorry. <laughs> it's from Dark Knight. No, a year ago. I'm gonna say it again. <laughs> um, the Snyder Cut came out, and um, I I I love that movie so much. But so it's it's trending on Twitter. So I was like, oh, I'll tweet something about it because people still want the Snyder to get restored and Discovery officially like acquired Warner Brothers. And now that there's like there's a big big like belief now that they're gonna restore the Snyderverse because discovery was like a main figure that was uh supporting the snyder cut and him having his movie made so we'll see like if that actually happens but the keyboard warriors the people who live and breathe by the snyder cut i love the snyder cut it's one of my like it's in like the top 10 superhero movies of all time for me um but (laughs) i I used a hashtag when I oh. tweeted something out and there was a goat at the end of it. And I thought I was like, oh, maybe because it's like the goat movie or something, or he's like the goat director or something. I was like, okay, whatever. I'll just use it. Cause that's the one that shows up first. I use it. 
immediately, not even like a minute after I tweeted, someone's already replying to me like, do not use the goat hashtag. I was like, holy crap, dude, can you take a break? I said, hashtag restore the Snyderverse with a goat at the end of it. And you're already yelling at me for using the wrong hashtag. Was this on was, our was this on our Twitter account? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Who is this person? I don't know. I'm not going to say about it either but we don't, I'm not have, gonna... we don't have to call them out but like geez it, it was some person who like saw the hashtag like immediately it was like within a minute i was like holy lord <laughs> we just like the movie man yeah i was like i'm just trying to support the movie and support the snyderverse <laughs> getting restored and here i am getting yelled at within a minute of making the tweet oh, but I, I guess the keyboard warriors do exist for us um <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they follow us. I think they'd follow the hashtag, but um no, I wanted to talk to you because you said we were texting about it and you, you didn't talk about what I wanted you to talk about. Um you said tattooing like Boba Fett and we were talking about Boba Fett today. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um and I think it's worth I think it's worth talking about just because I mean we just want to talk about Star Wars today mostly, so Yeah. I guess um, yeah, you kick it off. Well, I can start because like I was realizing this because like the last two days, uh, my girlfriend and I, she's watching her first piece, her first introduction to Star Wars. I introduced her to the Mandalorian, which is kind of controversial. I know you don't like it, but well, I no, thought it was I, a bit. I was going like to start it. off with Boba Fett. Oh, yeah, I did start it with. No, I started her. I started off with the Mandalorian. But you didn't then, finish the Mandalorian no, before because, Boba Fett. No, because I was at her house when I was visiting her. And the Boba Fett came out. She's like, well, can I watch it with you? I'm like, sure, whatever. Probably shouldn't spoil anything. And then Mando showed up. I'm like, oh, well, shoot. Okay. We probably need to stop now. Um, <laughs> probably. She's mad at me. because She wants to know what happens next. She's like, you said I can't watch it anymore. I'm like, no, I said we need to finish the series before we go back to Boba Fett. Yeah, you definitely do. Regardless. So we were, we were finishing up Mandalorian season one last night. Um, by the way, we stopped. Uh, we finished episode or chapter seven, The Reckoning. She was almost ready to cry because she was really sad seeing Quill die. Um, she, was like, what? she was like, what the hell? I did not want to see that right now. <laughs> R.I.P. The Ugnant. Yeah, he was awesome. Um, she was like, they have baby Yoda. It's game over. What is going to happen? I'm like, oh, man, just you wait. Um, <laughs> and so we finished sitting behind you. We might start talking about spoilers here. <laughs> oh, yeah, we are going to. No, we're not going to talk about spoilers. No, we finished. So we finished the season last night. Don't we're not going to. talk about season two, my guy, in Boba Fett. Oh, uh, yeah, we might at some point. I'll just tell her to cover her ears. Um, <laughs> uh, anyways, um, we'll just be, we'll we we'll use I'll, I'll talk around it with um very general um names and stuff. But um, no, as I was this that's not I don't really want to talk about season two today. But what I was thinking is I was watching season one of Mandalorian of how cinematic it all was, and the, it, what's crazy enough is the guy who did the cinematography for Batman or the Batman, Greg Frazier, he also did some for the Mandalorian. And as I was watching it yesterday, I was thinking, I was like, this feels so much more cinematic than the book of Boba Fett. And like mm-hmm. the, and the, and the thing in the, the thing about like the book of Boba Fett, cause I saw this thing on Reddit. I don't know if it was true or not. It was, it was linked to some article. I didn't follow the follow up and read the article, but it was saying how like Boba Fett was like a, the book of Boba Fett was like a last minute, like, Oh, this is what we're going to do. Because like they were filming Mando season three, apparently. So like the season, the episodes in the middle of the Mandalorian 
or Book of Boba Fett. That was just supposed to be Mandalorian season three. I don't like and, that. Um, what part about that don't you like? It just should have been in the Mandalorian. I so yeah, because you and I agreed on that because like we were like like looking back on the Book of Boba Fett, like it's a fine show. It's I would give it a six and a half out of ten. It's fine. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It's not something I need to like go back and rewatch. We're like, I'm excited to re like we're gonna watch season start season two of The Mandalorian this weekend. I'm really excited to go back and do a rewatch of that. I'm also and then after that, I'm probably we're gonna pick back up on episode six of the Book of Boba Fett, which is where we see the big man, um, and then the other big man, and then the other um key figure of the series. And this is where I I might take over with yeah, this. You can, how about you say the names? Because like she yeah, can't I'll, hear what you're I'll, saying. I'll take over for this part. But um, <laughs> if you, the reason I'm taking over is because Cal's girlfriend's in the room. We want to avoid spoilers from Cal talking about it. Um, and we actually don't record in the same room. Cal is about 300 miles away from me. But um, funny. Yeah, no. My issue, my big. I mean, like the issue with the book of Boba Fett and the way Mando's story picks up is like season two of the Mandalorian ended and Mando and Grogu part ways. Grogu chooses the way of the Jedi and Mando sort of has to accept that and accept the fact that he was only his caretaker and like his father figure, but like it was never going to be a permanent situation among the two. So the fact that like literally in the next show that came out, they're already back together within the first like six episodes it's not a satisfying to I mean, it's like satisfying, like, Oh, where he jumps into his arms. It's like, Oh, it's cute. But like not enough time had passed. I think there needed to be more like drawn out and like actual, like a season, it just, like yeah, a set it, more separation. It didn't feel like a very natural thing for it to happen in this show either. It just feels like if you, if you watch, this is where I complain now because it feels like a Marvel series and I want I don't want it to feel like you need to watch every single show to understand everything in Star Wars Mm -hmm. I think I've been like a big advocate for that because with Marvel it's so apparent now that if you don't watch like a certain movie or a certain TV series you're not going to be lost but I mean you definitely will be missing out on like big chunks of information and key plot points unlike Star Wars where it's like you don't watch Star Wars Rebels or you don't watch the Bad Batch or you don't. I mean, the Clone Wars, you could give a coin toss because Ahsoka is a big character. But like when she shows up in when she gets name dropped in season two of The Mandalorian and she shows up in The Mandalorian and she shows up in the Book of Boba Fett, it kind of feels a little more natural. She's just a Jedi who survived Order 66 at that point. But the Clone Wars sort of enhance enhances the the character herself. But. I've never been a big fan of like, you need to see every single series and thing that come out just for like the general fans and the general public who watch star Wars. So when you start season three of the Mandalorian, you're picking up where season two left off and they had parted ways. Like it's going to feel like nothing had passed in between. So if I do like a rewatch of the Mandalorian now from the beginning, season two will end where you have that emotional ending between Grogu and um, Mando and he's Grogu goes with Luke and then season three will pick up and Grogu and Mando will be back together again already. 
Yeah, I wonder how they're going to deal with that. I, I don't know how, like, they might do a recap and be like, this is what happened mm-hmm. in this little intermittent period of time. This is how this is. This is how this is season starting after ending <sighs> on that season. I just, I don't like it. It doesn't, it doesn't sit well with me the more I think about it because you and I had said when we were talking about Boba Fett episode six, where Luke, Grogu, Ahsoka, Mando, that whole the greatest like, episode of live action Star Wars of all time. Hands down. It's the best. I mean, I've, it's insane how God tier that episode was. And like, there's no action in it. Like whatsoever. I want to say Cad Bane shows up in that one too. Yeah. I forget the that Cad Bane's in that episode as well. Um, it's just, it's frustrating because I wanted season three to be Grogu free. I wanted them to sort of part ways with what was going to happen because we're going to talk about the Kenobi show here in a minute as well, but I didn't want, I wanted to see more of a Mando focused season three where he's, they're focused on reclaiming Mandalore. And like, you have the night of a thousand tears playing in the effect of like how Mandalore is completely destroyed. And you have mm-hmm. all the Mandalorians like spread across the galaxy. And basically again, you should never try to colonize the outer rim. You can't do it. Is Mandalore in the we've we've had this conversation before. I don't remember where Mandalore is. I thought Mandalore was in the inner rim. It is not. It's either in wilds. It's not in wild space. I want to say it's in the outer rim or it's hold up. I have a Star Wars galaxy map bookmarked in my um, because of this, because we always question where the planets are in the galaxy. No, I'm going to be honest with you. It's because I in in classes in high school, um, I think I discovered this in high school. Yes, I discovered this map in high school, and I would look at it during um, Wojo's class in chemistry. Is I would, it up to I, date? Does it have the unknown regions? Um, yeah, so it has Exegol on here. Um, Mortis is on here. Okay, so it's fairly... If it has yes. Exegol, that's like the last planet that we've seen. Yeah. It has Edu on... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, a, I'm, I'm taking this... I don't know if they call it canon, but I'm going to consider this my own headcanon, because this guy, he... I'm going to it's it's called swgalaxymap.com. Go take a look at it. He's like you can donate to the site to help support him. I have not. Um he like is really okay, what does he say? Um welcome to the most comprehensive map ever. You can f- use the page blah blah blah. He links Wikipedia articles. He just really likes maps and stuff, I guess. So, it's really cool. I love just looking at it cuz like I'll just follow hyperspace lanes and see what planets are by nearby. Like Mimban's on here. It's really cool. I I really really like it. Um, oh look, there's Tanab on here. So like I like like it's like I remember in high school I'd be like following hyperspace lines and I saw like, oh my god, the, that's where the Battle of Tanab is. Oh, this okay. is where anyways. Sorry. Long You're going long on story. a massive tangent. I know, I know. I know. Leave me alone. Leave me alone, bro. Okay, now I can't search. Okay, so that might be broken. But um Um, okay, I'm trying to find where Mandalore is. Sorry, this is a real um backwards i way. found mandalore Where'd you, where was it um it's in like the top like right so it's in the middle right it looks like it it's in the same it's in the same like blockchain as dathomir agent Claus, ord mantel okay so i want to say it's in the outer rim but i dathomir I don't know. Oh, I was in the inner rim. Uh, I think it's probably mid rim. What does it say? 
what is um so if i click on this mandalore sector oh yeah it's a region in the outer rim okay um yeah i should just so what's where's caridia caridia is in the colonies kajimi midrim hmm. okay so anyways yeah mandalore is in the outer rim like i back to what i was saying though with the knight of a thousand tears again okay it, it irks me so much that like the best parts of Boba Fett included Mandalorian content should have just been in season three of Mando. Um, I lo- I really do enjoy the book of Boba Fett series, but I wish it was Boba Fett just like being a bounty hunter and like not him being pigeonholed on Tatooine. But like, again, with the night of a thousand tears, there's no point for like people to try like, the galactic republic the galactic empire the confederacy of independent systems why are you trying to control the outer rim yeah like it's not there is a region called wild space but it's literally wild space like you cannot control those regions like it's like the wild west and when we if if we get to the topic of a the high republic we'll talk about that as well where it's just yeah it's like outer rim is just a disaster yeah um, um nobody nobody ever opened a history book in the entire time of being on um yeah i don't know nobody nobody opened a history book from i swear to god like the high republic through the um the sequel trilogy nobody opened a history book it was like hmm, has this ever worked for anyone before no <laughs> yeah it has never worked for anyone but i mean yeah it's just it's it's concerning to see how the season three of the Mandalorian will pick up because we've already done two seasons of Mando and Grogu. And I'm curious now on how we're going to progress both of their stories, because at this point, like Grogu is like a fully, he he's like, he's a fully fledged character. Like he didn't have, I mean, you could say he had a character arc in season one. Sure. It's mm-hmm. a bit of a stretch. Like he, he didn't have dialogue. It was just like based expressed off of his emotions and his actions that he did. And like him forming that bond season two, you could see that way more with his connection that he had formed with Mando and just like how close he had gotten with him and how difficult it was for him to part ways. But he knew that that was the path that he had to go with this now with season three and them already back together so quickly again, not even like a, it was like a year in real time. Like season two of Mando ended book of Boba Fett came out a year later. It's been like a year since this has happened now. And they're already back together again. It's kind of like, okay, really? This is where I think they had studio involvement. Because like, hey, we don't like the route you took with this. Um, I don't know. I don't want to say that yet. I, I don't know. Rumors of it. No. I, yeah. Well, I think that'll probably come out. Stuff like this will probably come out closer to Mandalorian season three, which God knows when that's coming out. Um. Yeah, there's a big leak of a character coming back. A massive character coming back. Axe cool. Wolves. The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian named Axe Wolves or whatever. Oh, cool. Do you remember that guy, Mando, who was, you know, in season two, episode three, there was those three Mandalorians. The oh, WWE the guy. chick. Yeah, it's the yeah. guy. Oh, good Ever, I like read an article that says, it's like a massive character is making his return. I was like, oh, who is it? And I read it and I was like, Okay, because yeah, he's, oh, hold he's up. Bo-Katan's homie. Yeah, I was like, really? Why is this a 
big breaking news. Speaking of big breaking news, we'll talk. Uh, I'll put a pin in that because I don't know. I yeah. The more I think about Book of Boba Fett, the more like little like just overall, I can see how like some people may not have taken to it as much because they bring back the goat, and then then they use him for one episode, and you're like. I mean, like, I think about, like, for people who watch for the first time, dad's a perfect example. He's going to see, like, he say, he sees it once, and he's like, why is that guy so important? Why did you guys like that guy so much? He didn't do anything. Yeah, exactly. I There's definitely things that it could have done better. I honestly think it needed two seasons to build stuff like that. Like, and not just and keep him, not keep pigeonhole him on Tatooine, like you said. I, I think pigeonholing them on Tatooine again is just like a big mistake. I don't get why they did. I don't know. Maybe COVID reasons. Like that's the way that the, sh- the story kind of took. That's the route that it went and they couldn't like get in large groups and they had to film like on certain locations and specific spots. I don't know how it worked, but it's, I, I'm, I really wish it was just Boba Fett being a bounty hunter and like, Doing the stuff that Boba Fett has built up to be. Or just I, being an anti, like a, a galactic anti-hero. Yeah. Like, I, I don't mind, like, getting backstory for Boba Fett. Like, I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, because I'm not, like, one of those diehard Boba Fett fans. But it's just, I, I mean, like there's the, things that I The best parts of the show are the flashbacks. Outside of Mando content, it's it's the flashbacks of him. Other like other than the, the flashbacks, I really was just kind of ho-hum on the entire, on the stuff with Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Especially, God, the intro for the show, like episode one, the intro. God, it was so fire. It was, <laughs> and the, the song that the theme song for it is a banger. Yeah. Um, but I mean, anyway, we'll see season three of Mando when it rolls out. I mean, I it's not supposed to come out for a while. I know that they pushed back. There's rumors that like. I don't know if this is true. I read something today that Bad Batch season two got pushed back. I was like, where'd you read that? I don't know. I don't remember. Some website reported that. And I was like, again, (sighs) I sound like a gatekeeper for Star Wars, but there needs to be like a Star Wars card for reporters and like news articles, because I read another thing today saying is, uh, is the Obi-Wan show going to be, a bigger factor in uh, a multi-series buildup to Cal Kestis. Oh my Cal God. Kestis's first appearance in live action. <sighs> I was like, we need to stop with the Cal Kestis love train. Like why do I, people love him so much. I don't understand this. He showed I, up in one video game. I don't either. And it, I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. If he does not die in Jedi Fallen Order 2, I will be upset. I don't want him to live past Jedi Fallen I want him to die to like Darth Maul or Darth Vader. I don't want him to make it any further in the storyline. And people love him so much. I don't mind him as a character, but I want him to stay in his world. I don't want him to cross over. They think that like it's building up like a Marvel type of thing where it's like we're building to Cal Kestis. I'm like, no, I don't want that. I don't need a big build up payoff. Yeah, I there's an there's a, Star Wars is starting to have an issue that Marvel has 
or just like in general, it's, it's starting to fall into this issue of <sighs> characters not being dead. And I like characters who died, but not really being dead and like bringing characters back and like keeping characters alive just for the sake of keeping them al- like, like we've talked about this. We have been banging this drum since I think we started this podcast. The more Jedi that survive order 66 lessens the blow of order 66. And it's not, is it's not as big of an event as it is. No, it's not. The way that the Clone Wars depicts Order 66 and the way that Revenge of the Sith does, it's brutal. Even Jedi Fallen Order does a phenomenal job with it. And one of the the Jedi in the game survives. But we don't need to see Mace Windu come back and Cal Custis come back and X and X and XYZ. This person, this person, this person, this person. Let them die. Yeah, I, I will... If the- <laughs> I would get on this podcast and lose my mind for an hour straight if if Mace Windu actually came back. I again, p- people keep saying they're like, "When is he coming back?" And I'm like, "I do not want, I do not want Mace Windu to come back." No, uh, it's just, and this is, I, uh, I kind of, uh, people are so right. They're like Star Wars fans will never be happy. All they do is complain. We do, <laughs> dude. All you and I do is like piss and moan about other idiots on the internet but whatever you and i have never been wrong about a star wars series i couldn't tell you the last time i was wrong i'm always right it's not easy being always right no it's not we called everything and we called and literally every appearance in mando season two from the get-go i'm all right i'm gonna have to call us out on that no (laughs) bosk Yeah, okay. okay. No, no, no. I said, no, I, said, I said Mandalorian season two, not Book of Boba. Yeah, okay. We were wrong about Book of Boba Fett. The Book of Boba Fett went a very different direction than we thought it was going to go on. Yeah, Book of Boba Fett did go a different way. Honestly, I think I feel like, like if anything, like Book of Boba Fett screwed up in that aspect about not using those legacy characters. It's weird. They used characters I never thought they would have touched, and they didn't use characters that I feel like were free game and like you should have used <laughs> But yeah, like I, I don't know. It happens, I guess. Um, yeah, that's Book of Boba Fett that we chatted about. Um, I wanted to talk about the Kenobi series because I had mentioned earlier, I had sort of like panned around the idea of a father son relationship, like with uh, Mando and Grogu, and this is now where the Obi Wan series comes in because. This was the Obi Wan series. It sounds like we're getting like reports and possible confirmation rumors. We'll see as it comes out and as it, the show progresses. That Darth Maul was supposed to be like one of the main villains in it, like when it started out. And you and I have thoughts on this. I am really happy. Um, I am really really happy that okay so sorry i am all reading a new update on star wars newsnet um yeah okay so apparently darth maul's never actually spoke maybe he was okay hold up yeah lucasfilm creative executive denies the hollywood reporter's obi-wan story that maul was the original antagonist so (laughs) well okay so i guess we can just chat about it briefly because i yeah Whoever started that rumor is it again. Will they never watch Star Wars Rebels? And this, okay, this comes back to the issue of people being like, like you, where you have to see all of the content to understand. Yeah, 
like that that this is like a this is a never-ending cycle of like well do you have to see all the content don't you i like i see what i liked about the mandalorian up until boba fett was it was the flagship show and that's all you had to watch sorry i I don't want to i don't want to stick on that i want to talk about kenobi but like that's just what i wanted to that was my piece on that i no, you're right with like you have to see star it's just yeah maul's interaction with kenobi and rebels i did my like one of my i think that was my first spectacular star wars scene i did it on that and i did it because it was such like in a they hadn't seen each other in year it had been like 15 years or so since Mm -hmm. kenobi and maul had seen each other and it's like i said they're like a love story it's like a long ongoing story between the two that just like is a never-ending like they they cause pain for one another and like it's just even if one kills the other there's still no satisfaction that they get out of it at the end like if maul killed him he would never be satisfied with the revenge that he got on him and if kenobi killed him he would not feel vindicated or right if he had ever killed maul but he knew that he had to I don't understand how people think though that Maul was going to show up in this because I mean, now that we know who Vader is, the big villain of like the series, I feel like all signs were pointing to it's going to be something threatens Luke or like there's a bigger looming threat that like Obi-Wan needs to step away from Tatooine in the series because there's something that could threaten Luke's safety, which is apparently then like, I now that you say what you had said, the reports were like, oh, Dave, someone had said that they wanted to be more of a father son relationship like Obi-Wan and like Luke kind of like from a distance because of the success of the Mandalorian. And I said I saw that and I was like, I don't know about that. No, because he refers to he's like Ben Ben Kenobi. Like he doesn't know. Like he like only like from what we see of Luke and a new hope when he meets obi-wan he's like he's like he's only seen him a handful of times and he thinks he's pretty cool and all but like he's not like his dad who's like dad hey Mm -hmm. i yeah i'm obi-wan's supposed to keep his distance from luke he's not supposed to interact with him yeah like at all i feel like i i would be surprised if we see more than like one line of dialogue between the two I could see something where like they're like walking in like the same city street together and like they bump in each other and it's like oh sorry and like he stopped by the Lars homestead and then again, I guess, yeah, I guess he could do that as well. And Owen is like, "Ah, get off my property. Yeah, because um, Owen hates him. Yeah, Owen does. He comes back. Klieg Lars probably wouldn't have hated him, but um, (laughs) hated he Klieg would have hated him. Klieg would have hated him. Yeah. Yeah. Can you give me back my leg? (laughs) My leg. Um, but. I don't know. I'm I'm really glad they're like, I'm really glad this wasn't like a thing because the thing that I want to see with the you know, Kenobi series isn't Darth Maul. I want to see Darth Vader because that's 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 the relationship. Like that's the key. That's the that's the quote Joey Diaz. That's the fucking seed. <laughs> I, I when he just, says when he when he says he's like he's like Obi Wan once thought as you did, and that's when Joey Diaz goes. That's the fucking seed right there. Yeah, I I don't understand why people wanted to see Maul so much. I mean, we've already seen that. And, like, we've had their reunion together in the Clone Wars. We've had their reunion in Rebels. 
I want to see Vader and Luke again. Like, yeah, we see him in A New Hope, but Obi-Wan's way out of his prime. And yeah. Vader, I mean, it doesn't look like he's in his prime, but he probably is. Um, it was, we're also, they were also limited by the effects of their time yeah, in 1977. Uh, exactly. It's, it's, it's a product of their time. And uh, you see Obi-Wan versus Anakin Vader. So like to see them finally interact and you see, as Kathleen Kennedy says, the rematch of the century, I get annoyed when like these reports and rumors come out and like people are like, Oh, I wish it was this instead. I sit there and I'm like, who the hell is saying this? Because, Oh, it's just cause like, that's like tension between the two of them. Because like when Obi-Wan last saw Anakin, he chopped his arms and his legs off and he left him on the side of a lava bed and he watched him light on fire. Mm -hmm. Everyone's like, Hey, you can come back. Like he never did that to him. So like, this is where the series can do that. And it's also like, you can see, cause like, we're going to see flashbacks of the clone wars of them and their armor. I'm telling, we're telling you right now. Yeah. There will be flashbacks of the, I mean, if they're in their armor, that'd be dope. I would love to see that. Well, I don't know if we can, I, you and might have himself have like accidentally spoiled part of it. He's like, he was like, it's awesome. Like it's me as Obi-Wan and Hayden as Anakin. And I'm like, um, hold pause. He did not say he was standing in front of him as Darth Vader. No. So who knows? I mean, I, I figured, I figured as much. Cause I mean, Obi-Wan's going to have so much PTSD. Like it seems like it's going to be an Obi-Wan centric. I feel like it's kind of, kind of be like, uh, Logan. I get Logan vibes. I get Logan vibes. I get concerned when I see a lot of scenes of this new Inquisitor girl. I really don't, I, I get a little concerned with that. It's like I I like I don't have an issue with her being in the that's not my I don't have no issue with the actress. Do you think she's I gonna turn to the good side? To the light? I like this is what I don't want to see that. I don't want to see like her journey with the Inquisitors and da da da. I, I want to see Kenobi. I want to see Vader. I don't want to see new characters. This isn't a series where you introduce new characters and be like, hey, look at this cool side story with this new character. I don't want to see that. This is a limited series. I want as much time with Obi-Wan, as much time with Vader as I can. I don't need to see other characters, new characters outside of that. Yeah, I think this is the one series where I'd give the exception where it's like they're just simply using the villains like as exposition and plot devices where it's like we need to hunt this person down. But like if they have like stale, flat character arcs, I like everyone else i'm i just want kenobi i just want obi-wan yeah i I don't need to see like oh the story of this inquisit like is the only like i'm like i like i know what you're trying to do it makes sense in a conventional story but this is not what this needs to be no like i star wars fans we've been begging for this for years and years and years the show is called obi-wan kenobi for a reason well it was called the book of boba fett too so yeah it's true god man why'd you have to say that well deborah chow's working on it so i mean like i have confidence in her that she knows what she's doing um and she really seems like she understands the series well and i like kathleen kennedy said like i do have confidence that'll be the fight of the century Imagine it lasts like two minutes. Um, oh, dude! If they don't play Battle of the Heroes though during that fight, yeah, it. I I don't know. I mean, they really teased us with the trailer with Duel of the Fates, which you play that over any Star Wars thing, and fans will be locked in. So like, you mean like Rise of Skywalker, and then when they just never used it, and um, yeah, they baited the hell out of us. 
God, that movie sucked. <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> I love all the Star Wars movies. Some are better I than others, but I love every single one of them. <laughs> That's true. I love them all. However, I hate some of them too. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a love hate relationship among them. But I mean, I just i I don't understand like why people think Maul would be a better villain than Vader, but it I happens, understand. I guess. I understand if like you haven't seen the content, but the people who are complaining about seeing Maul as the opposing character to Kenobi in this. They would have seen that in the Clone Wars. So that means they're kind of a diehard fan. I consider people who watch Clone Wars. And if like, I, I consider them to be like g- deep Star Wars fans. If you've seen all of Clone Wars, you're a deep Star Wars fan. You're a deep Star Wars fan. Like you're not no. like, like you don't just do that if you're a casual fan. No. And I don't understand why they'd want to see Maul if they already saw the conclusion of Maul and Maul's story on tattooing with Obi-Wan. In so Rebels, yeah. In Rebels, yeah. So like, like even if you like, you and I didn't watch Rebels, but we heard about that. I, I, yeah, I watched the scene. I've watched the episode. So like, she's leaving the room. But let's talk about all the spoilers right now. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, it's no. I mean, uh, the. Oh, what was I going to say? now? I forget. The oh, deep spoilers, shit. Rebels. Yeah, I don't remember. It was something related to it, but I mean, at the end of the day, I have confidence that like I will like this show, but it's just how they play their cards and how the show doesn't need to be 100% Obi-Wan, but it needs to damn very well be close to 90% Obi-Wan. And if it's not Obi-Wan, it better be Darth Vader because I and if it's not like plot set up, I don't care about inquisitors storylines that's what i was gonna say um i like i don't i want it to be obi-wan vader only those two focused on those two because they're a great foil to one another where you see both of them struggling like with their ptsd basically and like reflecting on like their guilt where obi-wan didn't do what he was supposed to do as anakin's master and he has to live with the guilt of anakin falling to the dark side you have Anakin living with the guilt of falling to the dark side and being basically seduced by Palpatine and killing his wife. Um, And he has to now live with that fact. And like, he just has this like immense amount of hatred for himself. So they're both like a great foil, which I think it's just like, you could make a show with just purely those two characters and just episode after episode, just like flashback to both of them and like just how they're reacting and like what they do, like to progress to them finally meeting finally meeting excuse me to one another so and this is where i mean this is where you and i kind of feel about the last jedi like ray and kylo's story that's all i needed to see in the last jedi you could have had a little minor subplot with poe and finn together but they didn't they separated them and they made two subplots and they overly having a having a gay relationship oh geez it's not like everyone in the star wars community protested for that i wish they did honestly she's making it interesting did. i really wish those two did have a gay that, relationship and they, i mean like either that or make them total homies and make them stick together i don't care make them interesting don't split them all up um, i do th- i do think though that we might come back to those characters i hope so and i hope they get their justice because john boyega deserves it oscar isaac deserves it 
Daisy, Daisy Ridley, Ridley deserves. I I will. I mean, John Boyega deserves it the most. I know that's like the unanimous yeah. thing, but Daisy Ridley deserves it the most, in my opinion. She gets Every way week. too much hate for her character. Yeah, yeah I loved Ray. Um, Adam Driver just can't do anything wrong. No, um, he can't. I love that man. I I absolutely love Adam Driver. Um, he's an MF legend. He is an indeed an MF legend. Um, <laughs> no, but what I was saying is like like just the best parts of the Last Jedi is when it's talking about Rain and when it's talking about Kylo and everything else. I know everybody has their different views. Like you and I don't we we don't hate. I don't hate the Last Jedi. I just dislike with what I don't I don't like what they did with the subplots of the story. I just thought it it detracted from the main point at the center of the story. Um. And I don't want to see that happen in Kenobi. I don't want to see. I don't want to see a story about how an Inquisitor turns to the good side, or how she's struggling with the power, or like that she's fighting against the Grand Inquisitor for Yeti. I like. I, I, I don't care. Make that its own little separate animated story on the side. I don't care. No, I don't either. I've said and, enough related to that. I don't. I don't need to stress that anymore. Yeah, we don't. But I mean, it, beyond excited for the Kenobi series to come out. I want another trailer. <laughs> um, yeah, I do too. I want to see Obi-Wan with his lightsaber as well. I feel like that's going to be a big reveal as well when he finally pulls out his saber for the first time. But yeah, it's all somebody knocks at my door, but um, they just want to be on the recording. Yeah. Did you hear that? Hear what? Oh, okay. I thought it was just me. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it was just me. Um, but did you want to talk about the High Republic as well? Uh, just they're, for a they're little getting, bit. They're getting started on phase two. Apparently, I was reading something about that as well. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm finishing up. I have like a third of the Fallen Star left to read. I love that book right now. I I have not. This, I had an I had like troubles with the second one, but then once I got back into it, I really liked it. Um, these books have been bangers the first one is i want to talk about the first one it's my first one book by a mile it's it's a great star wars story it bums me out that they didn't make it into a series right because like i was thinking what this was reading i was like oh man this would be really cool if they like extended these characters but like bro the way the fallen star is going it's not looking good for some of these heroes right now i'm just telling you (laughs) i swear to god if avar dies i'm gonna be pissed no this is what the issue i have okay this is kind of the issue i have with the high republic right now because minor spoiler for you but like you're gonna be bummed but it doesn't you don't like avar chris doesn't really have anything to do from book two on like book one on like she's the centerpiece of the first book. And then the second book, there's not a whole lot of Avar. In the third book, there's no Avar up until the point I'm at right now. She has a little, she's a little intermittent conversation with Stellan. And then you don't really hear, I haven't heard from her since. I, I just want to see the high Republic on like on screen, on screen, please. Um, mm. I just want to see it because we've been quoting a lot of Star Trek today. <laughs> We've been quoting a lot of everything. <laughs> um, I want to see because I am interested in seeing the Republic at its peak and the Jedi at their peak, like at their golden. Like I imagine the High Republic is like the Jedi are not only physically like they look beautiful, like the robes that they're wearing, like the way that they like hold themselves to a standard and understand of what it means to be a Jedi. I have the picture of it. I can, I could find it right now. Our commission. I, the, what? 
of us as Jedi with the High Republic robes. There's a reason you and I chose the High Republic robes to wear. Oh, yeah, no, 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 yeah, that, that. But also the uh, the line in the Light of the Jedi story. Oh, um, this is Jedi Master Avar Chris. Help us on the oh, line. That one, I shoot, I forget. There's so many lines in that book that are so great. But of what it means to be a Jedi, I need to find this line here now. Oh, there was a line in the Fallen Star that apparently Yoda said to I forget which character. It might have been Elzar Man. And it's such a it's such a sick line. I just read it. I was like, this is amazing. Okay, sorry. I found the line. Because I remember I posted it to my Instagram story. And this is what I mean, where like the Jedi are at their peak. The Republic is at their peak. Like the Jedi worked with the Republic, the Chancellor, Chancellor Lin So. Is that her name? Yeah. Yeah. Lena. Lin, Lena. Lena So, I think. Something So. Chancellor So. I'll call mm-hmm. her that. She's a badass, though. She is. They, they worked with her to, like, better the galaxy. It wasn't like, oh, we're at war, Anakin, and, like, we need to work with the Republic or else the entire galaxy is going to fall to shit. It's like, we're actually going to work and, like, make the Starlight Beacon and try to colonize the Outer Rim. Again, doesn't work. Yeah, spoiler alert, does not end well. <laughs> yeah, this poor planet. I don't remember what the planet is called, but Hypers. The first book is so... They need to make that into a series or something, because objects flying at a planet at hyperspace <laughs> is bananas. Yeah, it's... <laughs> like, those objects are coming at it, like, so fast. It's just like... What is happening right now? But the line from the book where I think the Jedi at their peak is being a Jedi was not about saving oneself. It was about saving others. I'm just like, God damn it. Why can't we see more content like this? Because the people who are writing this, like clearly they have all the creative freedom they want. They're not constrained by the Skywalker saga between this 60 or so years of just straight shit that happened. Like from... (laughs) (laughs) Chancellor Palpatine's first appearance and like overtaking the power from Chancellor Valorum to Palpatine's actual death on Exegol like that 60 years or so is just misery for the people who live in the galaxy (laughs) of Star Wars nobody had it worse than the people of Mandalore but like those people have consistently been shit on yeah no they never can catch a break unfortunately but like I, I love that the higher public, like they have so much more creative freedom to go back and do whatever they want. They can, they have all the characters that they can use at their disposal minus Yoda. Um, but like it's the story from like, I, I need to finish the second book and get started on the third here because we can actually talk about like all three of them at one point, but it's just, I, they need to make this stuff into a series. Like I just, I'm bummed that it's not a movie or a TV show or something. Yeah, I the issue that they're running into is like a lot all these series now is like it's all taking place like you said in the same time period and like you have to be so careful with can't like there's so it's we're so blessed that Dave blessed we are so blessed hashtag blessed hashtag bless up um we're blessed to have Dave Filoni carefully putting pieces into place I mean like okay this goes right here okay this makes oh nope you can't do that it's like go to the higher public make your new canon make a whole new story all you have to do is like like have they said anything about this in any of the movies nope okay let's make something new that like makes sense in this galaxy that's where ryan johnson would be this is where i think ryan johnson could shine outside of his the awful humor in the last Jedi. this dude could do great work no he could and i mean like with what you say where it's like 
any piece of like dialogue like is like needs to be specific when you're talking in the Skywalker story. And I don't want to go back to the Kenobi series, but like you said earlier, where it's like Obi-Wan once thought as you did everyone immediately. We never saw that. We need a series about that to confirm why Obi-Wan thought once as Luke did. And now look at that. We have our own TV series because of it. And it's like, there's like little lines of dialogue just that like it like spread out where Rogue One became a movie because of the opening crawl of a new hope. So it's like, okay, we've condensed as much story as we physically can in the Skywalker saga. And we're still putting more story in and I'm not going to complain about it, but we need to get past Exegol, past the rise of Skywalker or before the Phantom Menace by like 500,000 years or 500 years or whatever it was. Cause the Sith hadn't been seen for a millennia. Like we need to get way beyond these stories and like go back to just like something new and start on a clean palette. Yeah, I yeah, that's that's what we need, people. <laughs> this is what we need. <laughs> this isn't the hero Gossam deserves. It is the one it needs. But I mean, I yeah, I I was thinking about the High Republic recently, and it's just it's so good. The yeah, the first book was made into a movie. Do you know how on the edge of the seat everyone would be? Oh my god! If it was, I think so. I agree. I think it would be great as a movie, but I feel like as the series, when I read, when I finished chapter one or two, and it was just like the peop- the robots on the planet or whatever, the people who were like monitoring, like the galaxy and like just like this, like the, uh, I don't know, the surrounding space around the planet, and they're like, there's an object flying at us beyond like normal speeds. What are we gonna do about this? And then they just die. Because it crashed into them. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> you like you get you get introduced every chapter to something like, oh, this will be the main character. <laughs> Boom, dead. And you're like, ah. <laughs> that's what I thought. Like in the first chapter, where like I was like, oh, okay, I guess we're gonna do some pilot of the ship. Immediately, they're like, they flew past some object at hyperspace that shouldn't have been there, and then they die. They crash into something. I'm like. I'm sorry. Once, yes. Yeah, sorry if you guys wanted to read the books. Um, but like we're just gonna okay, talk. That's only that's only chapter one and two. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of um, yeah. I'm not gonna spoil anything for you in this third book, but it's it's pretty wild. Um, well, yeah, because then phase two starts, which is apparently supposed to be like 200 years before the Phantom Menace. Yeah, that's what I read rumored rumoredly. So yeah. we'll see. But I want to get caught up because I do actually at some point I want to talk about the three books just at least for phase one the main light of the jedi rising storm fallen star yep because the starlight beacon sounds gas as f but yeah just you wait man <laughs> i but yeah I know. well i mean the the cover for fallen star is that starlight beacon falling to the ground so i imagine it gets blown up yeah you just you just you wait man at the they'll start putting projectiles in it and launching it at planet just, just you wait, man. It's uh, there's so there's a there's a lot of the villain, I guess. The, I don't want to say too much without it, like kind of spoiling it for you. But like the villain, the Nile, they impl- they find something that is very interesting. Um, but yeah, yeah. I if I'm more curious in Darth Nihilus, is that his name? Or no, 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 no. Markirian Roe yeah he's really cool in this book (laughs) the rising storm is so boring right now i don't know i'm not like page like 130 and i'm like oh i can't 
I want to just watch a YouTube video and see what happens and just start book three. It is really cool. Like there's some really cool stuff. Like Elzar Man goes on this crazy story and it's really cool. Um, but yeah, it's, I, just can't, I can't wait to just progress along. Just but. pound, just pound it out, man. Get it done and start the fallen star. There's a lot but. of Stellan Geos in the fallen star. And I know how much you love Stellan Geos. I don't know that much about them. I thought you left Stellan Geos. Well, there's not a lot of Avar, which kind of bums me out because I wish, like, because like I'm sure she's appearing in the other books, which is all interconnected. But like, I don't want to read the other books because like I don't have the money or the time. Because they're for kids. Not that it's just like I don't know. And I'm an adult. <laughs> yeah, my my adult podcast about Star Wars, um, <laughs> a series that's meant for kids. <laughs> you and I. <laughs> so we are going to talk about. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're getting mad at a series that's created for, for kids. kids. Yeah, I hate this part. And these kids, are the pe- the people who are actually made for, absolutely love it. And then there's you and I who show up and we're like, well, actually, this kid is like, I really like the Last Jedi and the Rise of Skywalker. Me, you take that back right now. That ruins the canon. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't like the prequels. Well, you don't understand cinema, kid. <laughs> I, yeah, it's crazy. Like the last five years, everyone's like, the greatest Star Wars movie ever is Revenge of the Sith. I'm like, where the hell are you guys coming from? Yeah, where were you guys like 12 years ago? <laughs> they must have been. They must have been in the strollers, but I, I was going to say something though. I don't remember. It's a great time to be a Star Wars fan, though. It it's, really it's, is. it's a great time to be an everything fan. It is. The Ms. Marvel series, I don't know if you saw the trailer that came out. I watched it and I was like, I don't want to watch another Marvel series. I want time in between the Marvel things. I want to watch Moon Knight. That's the watch Moon Knight. Out. Moon Knight looks really good. And this isn't against like the, the I know that there's been like some like issues with like the actress and the character of Kamala. Uh, I don't remember her last name, but I know it's her first name. And the Ms. Marvel being um, a different ethnicity. That's not where my issues are. It's just I'm sick of the Marvel like on and on and on and on and on. It's been dragged out. We'll get to it eventually. We've taken a bit of a Marvel break because I feel like that's all we talked about for a yeah, while. I'm not. Um, I'm, I have not seen the Ms. Marvel trailer. I'm not yeah. going to watch the Ms. Marvel trailer. I'm probably not going to watch the show or the Marvels, whatever it's called. Not because I don't want to see it, not because I don't support them. I'm just not interested in the show. It's just, again, Marvel. It's like less is more. Yeah, less, like the less is more sometimes. I'm telling you, man, the Batman, Batman is gas. The less is more. Indeed, they have is. one Batman movie that kind of slammed the body slammed the entire however many hundred MCU movies. I got in a debate with one of my friends because he saw the movie and he was like, "It sucked," and I was like, "What?" And he said to me, "When does Batman ever talk about his feelings and his emotions with his love life?" I was like, "Did you even watch the Dark Knight trilogy? The whole thing was him yeah. to once he finishes his mission as Batman, he goes to Rachel because he loves her." I'm like, "You clearly didn't watch those movies," but he also said he was like, <laughs> "He's just a." He's a he's a bit of a dope. So he like rolled into the movie and he was like it was just a quite a story. Good for this guy. 
Good for yeah, him. I was I was so bummed to hear about it though. I was like, oh, when people say they don't like the Batman, I'm like, I yeah, I get really bummed when I hear people don't like the Batman. It just bums me out because I'm like, oh, really? I loved that movie. I know. I'm like, did we watch the same movie? Because I feel like we didn't. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm honestly like, it's the best comic book movie of all time, and nobody can change my mind on that. I I 100 percent agree. I might go see it for a third time in the theater. Hundo P. I think I'm going to see Uncharted tomorrow. Maybe I'll do a movie review of that. Why would you go see Uncharted? Uh, one of my friends wants to see it. I was bummed. I asked her. I was like, I'm going to see the Batman. Because I was supposed to see it at the fan premiere with her. And she was like, yes, she can see it. Long story short, we were going to see it tonight. I didn't. I got like four hours of sleep last night. Gaming. Really? No, I just couldn't fall asleep, and the people upstairs were loud. Not super loud, but I just couldn't fall asleep, and its I just didn't get much sleep, and I was like, I want to take a nap after I get done podcasting. But I had asked, do you want to see the Batman? And she was like, yes. And she called me, and she was like, what if we saw Uncharted instead? I don't really want to see the Batman. And I was like, ugh. <laughs> I know. I was so, they're like, it has Tom Holland. It looks fun. And I was like, oh. This is what I hate. People need a movie critic. God, you and I are such nerds. I know. <laughs> but I am excited to see Uncharted because I know that it's like a big divide. It's it's another one of those movies where it's like a big divide between the critics and the fans. So I might toss up a movie review if I think it's like worthy of it and just like do a brief rundown of it. But we'll Whoa. see. I know everybody loves Tom Holland. But do you not? No, I don't not like Tom Holland. I just love Robert, Robert Pattinson. Um, Robert Pattinson, the goat. Pattinson is the goat. The MF goat. Catch me in the streets. If you got a problem with that take, I will die <sighs> on the hill that Robert Pattinson is the best Batman. I listen to the Iceberg Lounge song so much at the gym. I have that song in like repeat. I know you send it. You just sent it to me out of the blue. I'm like, what is this? And you're like, you know what this is from. I'm like, yeah, no, you I think don't. About it. You and I'm like, no, I don't. And you're like, it's from the Iceberg Lounge. I'm like, I don't know how you found this, but okay. I looked it up. I was like, on Google <laughs> Forever. I was like, what is the music they're playing at the Iceberg Lounge? <laughs> a whole day is worth of Google searching, and you finally found this Swedish EDM song <laughs> that has like oh. 2,000 plays on Spotify. <laughs> it was gas. It was freaking gas, dude. Oh, and uh, I listened to that and Attack on Titan music. <laughs> I've the Batman like score from Michael G. Kino is going to be the top listened to song for my Spotify in 2022. I'm calling it right now. Mine will probably be the Iceberg Lounge song because I just play it and it's like on repeat. Like I don't, I just have it where like Spotify when the song gets done, the song starts over again. So for like an hour and a half straight at the gym, it's just that. Or it's like Nirvana something in the way. And I'm just like, "Mm, I'm Batman. You're pretending you're like kicking dudes and chucking bats at Kinsey's face. <laughs> That's actually my workout routine. I find like one of like the the wooden like poles that people use to like stretch out their shoulders and like do mobility, and I just throw it at people. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, hey, buddy, I'm gonna break your fucking. Nose. You tell a guy like, hey, I need you to spot me on something. He's like, okay, I want you to go over there and point your finger and a gun at me. Really? <laughs> yeah, no, I just need you to do that right now. <laughs> and then I'm whip this pole at you. <laughs> Movie's so good. I keep thinking about it now. Six days. Alrighty. Another announcement for that. Rata Alada. Alrighty. I gotta get going. But um 
Yeah, yeah, do be that time. Our oh, God, we love talking about Star Wars and all that. Um, if you enjoyed the episode, feel free to share it with someone who you think would like it. Spotify, The Legionnaire, Apple Podcasts, Legionnaire. Give us a review, please. That would be awesome. Share it with at least three people. I think that's a very, I think that's an easy number to hit, or at least one, just one. Yeah, let's start with one person. We'll just with one, two next please. Time. Just send it Share to it with one. one person who you think would like it. That'd be pretty dope. That'd be epic if you did. We I'm might have to get start a saying bigger. this. The, like, I don't know who actually makes it to this point in the podcast, but we should we should say that at the beginning. Like, hey, nobody listens to us at the end. What we're going to say it right now? Please share this podcast with at least one person. You should. That'd be that'd be epic. But yeah, feel free to share it with someone who you think would like it. You can find us at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM. Um, you can message us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Legionnaire Pod. Email legionairepodcast at gmail.com. What were you going to say? Don't yell at Will on Twitter for using the goat and his hashtag, Restore the Snyderverse. Yeah, don't be a keyboard warrior. All right. Is that what you said? Is that what you said? Something like that. Keyboard warriors. Who knows? We'll see how it goes. But all right. With that, I guess we will talk to you guys later. We are Legion. Legion.